Hey everyone, and welcome to a very special holiday episode of In My Drafts. Today I have my cousin Irma and my brother Miguel back for another episode where we are sharing our family holiday and Christmas traditions and memories. This episode was really fun for us to record and reminisce on all the years of holiday family traditions we've experienced with all our cousins, aunts and uncles, grandparents, and we hope it encourages you to reminisce on your own traditions around this time of year. Take a moment to identify which traditions were your favorites and maybe what traditions you'd like to continue in the future with your families and generations to come. We wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we hope you enjoy. All right, so today I am here with Miguel and Irma. You guys have both been on previous podcast episodes. Welcome back, fam. Say hi. Hi. Hello. So we're here today to just reminisce on holiday traditions, on holiday memories. And I was telling both of them that the purpose of this is not just to reminisce and bring back happy memories, but also to serve as a purpose to record these uh, fun family traditions for future generations to come um, in our family. So it's for a personal um, objective, but we are here and excited to remember all of the fun things we do for the holidays, um, especially now that it's the beginning of December and we are heading into this new holiday season, 2021. Um, And thankfully this year are able to do a little bit more than we were last year um, and be able to come together and do some of those traditions that we missed. So thanks for being here, guys. Okay, so um, the first question that I kind of wanted to go into was uh, starting around the Thanksgiving time, I guess is when we seem to start our holiday traditions. And what are some of the holiday traditions that you guys remember the most starting around that time and that you like the most? So uh, holiday traditions that I like, uh, especially to listen to Christmas music, who who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's great to listen to classics like Last Christmas by George Michael. Mm-hmm. And Andrea has a great story about uh, yes, that. Yes, the George Michael story. I love how you always remember specific songs, too. This is very you, Irma. But um, Miguel probably remembers this, but our family... And when I say that, I need to specify specifically the Valdezes, right? We would listen to a local radio station called 97.1 Wash FM. It still goes on and it still always plays Christmas music. And um, they always start the week before Thanksgiving. And so, Miguel, if you remember, there was like a T or not TV host, um, a radio host named Delilah. And I think she's actually still doing the same show. And she would ask people to call in and she would say if anyone had any requests for any holiday songs that they want to listen to and give someone a shout out, go for it. And most of the time, if you remember, it was like Delilah taking calls of people being like, my loved one, like I want to dedicate them this song or like, you know, like ones for their people who have issues. Yes. Or like (laughs) issues, relationship issues, like all these things. But I just wanted to call in and ask for this one song that Irma and I were obsessed with. And it was Last Christmas by George Michael. Mm -hmm. And so one year, I guess you remember this a little better than I do Mm because you brought this up earlier. But I guess I called one year and I was like probably sweating and really shy about it. But (laughs) I asked for her to play it. For my cousin Irma. And I don't know if this is how you remember it, but I think they played the song, but they played someone else's request. Yes. Asking for it. Yeah. It wasn't my voice. 
You recorded it on a cassette and gave it to oh, me for really? Christmas. Yeah, that's how I have it like Wait, ingrained in my mind. I don't remember. And it wasn't your voice. Oh my god! Like put in a man's okay. voice. It was like what? doing it yes, for his life. Yeah. Gave you a recording of a not your call. Something. Yeah, because I'm sure because it's <laughs> a popular point. song. Like last Christmas, you know mm-hmm. what song I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, good, because I was about to sing it, but I'm not going to anymore. <laughs> but um, but I guess they chose to, like, feature this one guy asking for it. Maybe it was, like, for his wife or whatever, mm-hmm. which I don't know. It's kind of a weird song, though, because it's, like, last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day you gave it away. So maybe it's yes. not the best song for, like, a loved one, but... Yeah, it's like a scorn lover. <laughs> yeah, the Irma and I loved it, and uh, they never played my specific voice. Yeah, it's fine. Sad. But I didn't know I recorded it. That's mm-hmm. cool. I like it. Yeah, so I'd, I'd love to listen to Christmas music, and I'm also the weirdo who does during the summer and, like, all seasons. Uh, you do the Christmas in July thing? Yes, because it's just such it. happy music, and if you're ever down, like, you can just, like, listen to Christmas music and get happy. And mm-hmm. I think for me, like, another tradition, of course, is, like, making a gingerbread army of different, like, cookie mixes that I collect over, like, the months to come. Delicious. Yes. So that is, we uh, love that. for me, my uh, tradition to um christmas when did you start that do you remember uh i want to say uh, i don't uh, when i was in baltimore so okay so 2014 like, yeah, i was gonna say like 10 less than 10 years ago yeah. yeah yeah we love those so irma will bake these gingerbread christmas cookies like men and then put them in little tin containers but the tins are usually like christmas decor yes right christmas themed and then there's like always in a separate bag the peanut butter cookies Mm. and we have like red velvet cookies white macadamia nut cookies i love them they're so good yeah there's like like many different flavors like sugar cookie you name it like i just collect all these different ones i love it every year my mom actually um mentions them and she was like i can't wait for irma's cookies (laughs) right (laughs) there's gotta be a lot of mom quotes in this podcast oh my gosh there's gonna be so many mom quotes (laughs) (laughs) yes soon to come are we still on the topic of thanksgiving stuff uh yeah anything like kind of at the beginning of thanksgiving is kind of when i identified when we start these holiday traditions yeah okay you had something to add no, no, I have more Christmas stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> when well, do you guys put up your tree? Is it before or now, after? Now, I think within the last past 10 years, my dad and mom usually get enthusiastic and try to do it right before Thanksgiving. Or if not, it would be the day after, like Black Friday, which leads me to Black Friday. So, sorry, Miguel. <laughs> I think you have more to chime in until we get to, like, past yeah, I Thanksgiving. Some, I have something uh, related to it. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, you want to go first? Um, yeah, so the the only significant thing that I can remember from Black Friday <laughs> when we were kids was pulling an all-nighter with Danny playing uh, Gears of War. Oh, classic. Campaign. We stayed up all night, though. Nice. And I remember you guys, or one of the cousins, and probably you two, came downstairs at like 6 a.m. to find us still playing. Oh, Because <laughs> you guys were, were about to go shopping. Oh, my God. And I'm pretty sure Danny and yes. I stayed up for like another hour or two after that. <laughs> and then we eventually <laughs> went to the bed. daylight. Yeah. Well, that worked out great. for you guys because then while you slept, no one was home to bother you because everyone was out shopping, at exactly. least all the girls. So, yeah, that was something we used to do when, you know, Cyber Monday wasn't a thing and online shopping wasn't as big as it is now. But, like, you can chime in with any specific memories you have about this, Irma. But I remember, like, every year... The Black Friday sales and stores opened earlier and earlier and earlier. 
Like before, we used to be like, 5 a.m., we're going to be there. Tyson's Corner Mall, we're going to be there shopping. Really, we would get there maybe closer to like 6.30, but that's still pretty early. But then one year they started like opening them at like midnight or something, right? Mm-hmm. But um, They don't do that anymore, right? I don't know. I feel like it's different now. We stopped doing that a few years back because it just wasn't worth it anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, it was just too many people. And I yes. think during COVID, like... Oh, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. I feel like even the years before COVID, they stopped doing it. Yeah, we. Yeah. it's been a few years since we've shopping. done that. But, um, but we used to, like, really go hard (laughs) well i say go hard with quotes because how much money did we have to spend back then like not really very much like we weren't we were in like like no we were in high school (laughs) and maybe the first year or two of college years but we had more energy too to get up and like keep going oh yeah yeah. we were ready um i mean we needed a ride Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think or no by then i think we were driving um because we were already like in that kind of like late high school Mm -hmm. age but uh yeah irma and i and Tuli, we would go hard on our shopping yes yeah that was fun it was a lot of fun yeah it was hard getting up i remember like we would literally go to sleep at like three and then sometimes get up at like five and it'd be like two hours of sleep. Yep. And then I remember we'd straight, like when Starbucks opened, we'd straight up go to like Starbucks or yep. the coffee shop yep. and be like, yes. are you okay? I'm okay. Yes. We gotta <laughs> keep going. We gotta hit up the Forever 21, yes. the Old Navy, the Bath and Body Works. <laughs> Could you get your energy being there? Yeah, because it was like exciting to be at the mall at that yes. time because it's so new. And what they used to do was like the first, let's say, 100 people to enter the store would get this scratch off or something or free things free like things bag. yeah or i remember for forever 21 a scratch off and a few lucky winners would win like 500 dollars worth to spend at that store yeah so there were some deals to go for miguel okay <laughs> there were some big deals but um that one year that i remember we, when we were at tyson's corner I think it was like a wet seal and they had like buy one yes. and get like one for a penny. Oh like, my God. Yes. But it was like heels. Oh my God. Yes. I collected so much. Listen, back then with our, the little bit of money that we made with our part-time jobs, I swear though, I felt like rich. Like <laughs> <laughs> with those types of sales, I was like, Oh my God, I can get something for everyone. It was like a <laughs> haul. Yes. Yeah. It was perfect. It was yes. more of like something fun to do, honestly. Um, but those days are gone tears but um yeah i think that kind of for me um sums up holiday season starting up in thanksgiving and then a few years we checked out like the national harbor where they have that tree lighting ceremony on black friday i think and now every year it's earlier and earlier (laughs) but um and they have every state um and dedicated like ornaments towards like what the state bird is or like the state um, food yeah oh i didn't know that oh that's cool but um, yeah, so heading into December, um, I feel like there's lots of little memories here and there, but I thought it would be interesting to go through things that your family, Irma, like specifically the Taborgas would do around um, the December month getting ready for Christmas, and then things that us like the Valdezes would do, um, kind of preparing for Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> um, I guess I can start with the Taborga traditions. So my dad was usually in charge of making the picana, which is like a slow cook uh, soup yes. eaten at midnight. Um, it takes about like a day prior to prepare mm-hmm. and it has like five different types of meat. You Very get, like, tedious. Yes. Chicken, beef, 
pork, lamb, turkey. Mm-hmm. So we would have that. And so the house would smell like a day prior to Christmas Eve. Mm. But in the month of December, I would say other things that I remember was like Christmas decorating. Um, the presents did eventually show up. <laughs> But we had a different tradition than the Valdezas. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we were told at a young age that Santa Claus was not real. <laughs> and that yeah. baby Jesus came yeah. <laughs> and brought us presents. Yeah. Uh, so our presents said, from baby Jesus. Yeah. Which is um, cute. It would always yeah. say on the little tags, to Andrea, love baby Jesus. And I would always know that when it said, from baby Jesus, it was a present from the Taborgas. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we didn't have Santa Claus decorated in our house at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, no love for, for no. Santa. No. But I just remember, like, every year, like, we would try to even get our own presents for our parents, even when we were younger, or, like, make something for them. Like, sometimes it'd be, like, little messages that said, free massage for mom. Oh, or that's that cute. that kind of thing. I coupon love that. Book. Yeah. A little coupon. Kind of, like, yeah. have money for kids. Or, yeah, like, yeah. You know. But those are cute because you're offering up acts of service of some kind, you know. Exactly. Um, I think that's a great, a great alternative for spending money, especially when you're a kid, you know. Yep. And, of course, like, snow days, like, around that time was always the yeah. best. Snow yeah. days, hot cocoa. Mm-hmm. Those, those snow days from school were the great. I know. Yep. Those and are great. Our house in Springfield, we used to turn on like the fireplace a lot. Oh, you guys had a legit fireplace, mm-hmm. I remember. Real that wood. is mm-hmm. very like quintessential, like Christmas time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We used to have like picnics, you could say, by the fireplace. Oh, really? Where we would eat our dinner there. Wait, yeah. that's so cool. Right I didn't now. know that. I wish I yeah. had more memories of Christmas in that house. Oh, one time. I don't have as many memories, yeah. Christmas ones, as off season. Do you memories. remember the sleepover we had in our living room? I, um, so no. I think Miguel, no. I think you must have been about four years old or something. Cause I think we were, correct me if I'm wrong, six or seven or so, or maybe even younger to be honest. Um, so memories back then were hard, but I, I remember your old house mostly, honestly, through photos and through videos, VHS videos, that I think mm-hmm. it was Theo Blaze back then who would still record mm-hmm. the VHS videos. And I think the one, are you referring to the one where Papi Gook was there one Christmas? Yes. Our grandpa. Yeah. Um, who is still alive and thriving, by the way, 98 years old in Bolivia. Hey, <laughs> shout out. Um, but um, he was there one Christmas that we were having Christmas at the old original Taborga house in Springfield, Virginia. And he dressed up as Santa, and we all uh, were, like, so excited in the video. Mm -hmm. And I think most of us spoke Spanish at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was, like, the proof that I saw that most of us spoke to each other, meaning our cousins, like, us, our generation, speaking to each other in Spanish. Mm -hmm. Um, You were definitely in that uh, video, Miguel, by the way. You were alive back then. You were born already. I think, (laughs) actually, your mom, Irma, I think she was pregnant in that video. With Teresa, who was then born on January 1st. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm getting it right. Yeah. But um, I remember that video. Who knows where it is now? We got to find it. But things like that, I think, are so precious because nowadays it's like so easy to grab your phone and record something. Mm -hmm. But I mean, how many times do we get access to watching videos of ourselves when we were that age? Or even our parents, even younger, you know? Mm -hmm. So I remember it a little differently. Um, I everything was set up in the sunroom. Yes. 
Yeah, and we had the Christmas tree, and mm-hmm. Mommy Ermi, our grandmother, rest in peace, mm-hmm. um, was there as well, sitting next to Papi Gook, and he, like, went up, somebody went up to the attic or something, or the roof, mm-hmm. and they made a sound, and, like, we thought mm-hmm. that Santa Claus had arrived on his sleigh with this, like, reindeers, mm-hmm. and I remember making reindeer food and putting it out, like, I made it in class, so, like, I put it outside. Oh, yeah, kids, yeah. arts and crafts, <laughs> for, yeah. For the reindeers to come. It's probably like Cheerios carrots, or something. Yeah, or like I don't horses, know. Horses, you know. Yeah. Like, that's what we thought they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they could fly. <laughs> that's so cute. And then somehow, I don't know how, because it wasn't something planned, but somehow we decided to do a sleepover. And I had to run upstairs and grab every pillow from every single, like, bed and, like, Aww. bring it all downstairs. And we had, like, sleeping bags. And we had a colorful tent. I don't know if you remember this. Wait, I do. Yes. And we set up and, like, someone wow, special would go I in remember. there. And we wow. This just, is like, way before your memories, Miguel. Yeah. We just all, like, got together. It was, like, really great. Yeah. Aww. That's so cute. So it was the, the, not the eight of us. It would be then the six of us. Yeah. Because so. no Teresa and no Stephanie yet. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, those were some very early memories. Um, and then other things that I kind of was racking my brain through, um, in terms of December, I guess, specific to the Valdezes. Uh, one thing that we brought up earlier, my mom used to have this Christmas party every year at her work at the bank in DC and we would be able to bring a guest every year. And we mm-hmm. brought you, I think a couple times and it was like Santa Claus was there and yeah. it had a bunch of like moon bounces. You loved that part, Miguel. Yeah, that was great. I loved bounces. going to those parties. Yeah. They would have like, remember they would have a balloon. What do you call those people that like? They would make balloon, the balloons. balloon animals. Balloon animals, yes. Yeah, they um, would have like clowns, magicians. And yes, yes. Food. Food, oh yeah, that was a great part. Like great. Carnival food. It was a food. lot of fun. It yeah. was just a day for kids pretty much. Pretty much. There was like princesses, they'd have face painting. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the event, every year, there were these uh, green and red balloons tied up at the yeah, ceiling. You could see them there the whole yep, time. Yep, this tall building. It's like this lobby of this like tall bank and then at the end they would be released and all come down and everyone would try to grab as many as they could and then take them all back with them in the car that was was always fun yeah every year i feel like that was always at the beginning of december um throughout every december my parents having lots of like local latino family friends would always have a christmas party for us to go to and miguel and i were always like not having any idea who they were but they would always be like oh seen you since you were like little kids like growing up remember Miguel and he and I were just like chill at these parties mm-hmm. just us but um, we're always dressed up the best yeah you weren't allowed <laughs> to ruin up. your beautiful oh, dresses that is so true my mom never wanted us to like ruin our clothes so we had to properly behave <laughs> but, um, I actually had something else to bring up you had mentioned Delilah and that whole radio show Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is the same radio show but something I remember very much with the Valdeses was Mm -hmm. the gas station that plays the music and go like that is close by to you guys that plays music and changes Mm -hmm. with life it's the best gas station in the the whole state (laughs) the local shell gas station they still do it to this day they put those Christmas trees and lights everywhere that are synced to music and the giant Santa and snowman yeah the blow ups Mm -hmm. auto shop yeah even just like decorate the gazebo they have yeah it's really cute yeah we always make it a point to stop by and look at those also we would do um neighborhood visit that one house yes there's this neighborhood five minutes away 
that every year, it, it was a huge house, it looked like a mansion, right, would decorate the entire house, like outline the whole thing. Out front, they would have these like reindeer and like taking a Santa off. sleigh taking off. So wow. they must have like um, hung it or yeah, suspended they're, they're it from trees. trees yeah. And then on Christmas Eve, they would have one of their, um, I guess the people living there, dressed up as Santa. They'd be um, playing music mm-hmm, and giving out candy canes. Yeah, but actually, as of two years ago, they're no longer there. Mm. It's so sad. Well, they don't live there anymore? I think they moved. My, like, mom and dad asked questions. <laughs> like, actually asked people questions okay. there. We found a good replacement. Yeah. With that little hidden neighborhood. Where Nearby. We found the little Chiquito. There's a good neighborhood, actually. We'll give you the deets, Irma. You can check it out. Ooh, yes. It's a really nice um, little neighborhood. It's like a little cul-de-sac of all yeah. the houses agreed to basically go all out with their yeah. Christmas decorations. It's really cute. And it's just, their lawns are just full of, full of, full things. of decorations. Oh my it's, it's actually nice. really nice. Really, we found a little schnauzer display. <laughs> with lights. We, we, had, we, we brought Chiquita with us and we put him next to us so we could post yeah. for a picture. Mm-hmm. But so looking back now, I really like that whole truly tradition of going to other nearby neighborhoods and just looking at how people decorate their houses for for Christmas time. I think it was one very smart like penny wise or like wallet wise. Like you're not having to pay anything extra to go to any of these extravagant like parks which nowadays you pay what like $35 plus to try mm-hmm. to get into. But it was a nice way to like take your kids to see the neighborhoods locally and just to admire like other people's, you know, displays and I thought that was really nice. So that's I feel like an a tradition that I would like to continue on. It's all very Forward. unique, too, yeah. that people collect, like, over time, different things. Yeah. And, like, some people have some really old relic, like, yes. Christmas stuff that comes yes. out. Yes. Uh, for um, when I was, like, living in California, there's this area in San Carlos, like, an entire street dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. And there's one guy... I don't know what he does for a living, but he, mm-hmm. he makes some good money. And he pays all the electricity huh. for all the neighbors so that it's lit wow. up. So that whole street, it gets crazy. There are people walking around, people mm-hmm. selling hot cocoa and candy oh, canes. Wow. And you're just like it's an attraction. waiting awesome. a long time in your car slowly wow. while all the other cars line up. And it's all free. So that's See, really fun. I love that. And that is like driven by locals, yeah. you know, and it's something that's like a secret find that maybe you might not necessarily find when you Google, you know, holiday lights, you'll yeah. find all those big franchises. But Miguel somehow found this small neighborhood that he just mentioned. I think it was you, right? Or no, who I didn't who find found it? it? Maybe it was mom. mom and Dad. Okay, yeah, it was them. Literally, just huh. being curious about those neighborhoods over there because they're nice mm-hmm. houses, and they just happened to stumble upon this little neighborhood, cool de sac, which is so cool. I think that's just a fun little local thing to do. Would you say that over the years, your neighbors, like I'm sure they have changed, um, but you know, decorate pretty well on this street? Uh, on this street, I think overall yes. But when I compare it to like some other neighborhoods that I've seen, I'm like, well, I mean. Some people go all out. There is this one house actually further down this way at another cul-de-sac and they do something cool with the side of their house that faces the street where, um, Miguel, do you know what I'm talking about? With yeah, the, the Grinch? with the Grinch, they yes. attach some of the lighting cord to his hand to make it look like he's, he's stealing just the lights. about to start taking the lights down. Oh my god! And they, they line the whole side of that house with lights. So it's actually uh-huh. really cute. Um, they always cool. do something like that. Yeah, And they're a yeah. smaller house, but they do a good job. Mm. Um, they do it every year. Yeah, it's one of my favorite houses. But 
Anyways, um, so yeah, heading into, I think, the, the most uh, exciting traditions or the ones that stand out the most, I think, for us as a family combined, like the Taborgas, the Valdezes, and the Wagners, um, comes down to Christmas Eve for us, really. Mm-hmm. So, um, it all happens. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, with the typical American culture, uh, Christmas day is where people wake up, right? Santa came overnight. They open their presents early in the morning. And then, you know, have a family day. But our celebrations start the night before. Um, So sometimes our families um, will try to go to church earlier that night and do a service or a mass and then come together for the main dinner, which is where the picana comes back, right? That Bolivian soup um, that we traditionally have for Christmas with the five meats. And it's usually your family, Irma, that makes it um, the best cooks. Mm -hmm. Shout out. Um, It's always at a different house every year. Yes, we do take turns every year. We would rotate homes. Um, Among three aunts. Among three aunts. And then in preparation for that, up until a few years ago, this is where you can take the reins, Irma. Um, I want you to talk about the very special tradition that we have with the nativity reenactment. Um, so this is all Irma's like initiative. I don't know how old we were when we first did it. Too, too young to remember fully, to be honest. Um, but somehow Irma being, you know, the mastermind of all of this would gather all of us together every single year, Christmas Eve night, the cousins, mm-hmm. and we would put on a reenactment of the nativity scene. So yeah. Take it away, girl. So my dad always asked me to help him remind everyone the true mm. meaning of Christmas. Which I love, because it's so true. Yeah, he was always like, oh, the, the what is it? The, I forgot the quote. It's like the reason. For the season. For the season, that's yes. it. Yes. Um, and so he would always be like, oh, like you, you should put this play on. And so I became very, very invested uh, with this play. And so I would mm-hmm. create the nativity play and I'd have like, um, scratch cards with yes. scripts, um, yes. basically what everyone would say. And I would designate certain people I'd be like, okay, you're going to be the wise man and you'll be the shepherd. And of course my sister's like, my one sister would always like argue and be like, I want to be Mary or I want to be the like, angel. The angel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was something we kept doing until, um, our youngest cousin turned 18 Mm-hmm. And then it got harder. Uh, over the years, it got harder to convince everyone. So yeah. we ended that year. Yeah. Uh, and it was that one was really fun. We laughed a lot. And by then, we were all able to drink. So mm-hmm. kind of. Some of us were not able to drink. I just thought about that. Not, not 70. Most of us were. Most of us were. Yeah. And so another tradition that my dad actually brought up was the cola de mono, which is monkey's tail. And mm-hmm. it's... Literal translation. Yes. yes. It's uh, Chilean originated, basically contains evaporated milk, cinnamon, um, I take a nutmeg, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, worth exactly. it. espresso coffee, vodka, and it's done like the night before and for, it's like cooked all together, like boiling point. And then my dad would put it in a bottle and then chill it. Mm. So when we got it. It's always it, in a handle. Yes, it's always like in a handle. Well, over the years it became Tito handle. handle. (laughs) But (laughs) Mm -hmm. before that, it was in whatever handle um, he could get his hands on. So that was also a great tradition as we got older. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things I most look forward to. Yes. And that's been maybe in the past five years or so that I think we've started to have that as part of our like Christmas Eve tradition. Yes. 
before the meal, I think, or after the meal. I don't know. It's or before, throughout the night. I think it's <laughs> yeah. throughout the night, yeah. right? Because what we're trying to do is stay up till midnight. Yes. So that is the perfect drink because you've got yes. like the coffee and you're yes. just like all hyper and Gets everyone's running around. Exactly. And it yeah. tastes good. So you, you, yeah. you're going to drink more naturally. Exactly. Yeah. Versus shots. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. yeah. But, um, yeah, I love that tradition. And then that kind of started when we ended the whole like nativity reenactments and but the those were fun times. I mean, I I remember like what we would do to last minute dress up. We mm-hmm. would uh find bathrobes, mm-hmm. we would find um bed sheets and uh I had like these old pair of Halloween angel wings that we would mm-hmm. put on or like halos and then uh probably like a baby doll to halos. act as like the baby in Mary's belly. Yeah, the silver halos. You remember Yes. Um, One year, my dad actually built a stage. I don't know if you remember that, but it was the year that our cousin Guillermo became King Harold, and we had an actual stage. Because you had a backdrop. Exactly. I remember that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that year we had to convince uh, Gia to go along with it and keep doing this tradition with us, and we offered him some cheese and cheese and grapes and yep. he was like all right I'll do it <laughs> so we kept the tradition going but something that I I remembered when we were thinking about these nativity scenes we would do is even before that we would start doing like um uh talent show performances so this was mostly the girls I think I don't know if you mm-hmm. guys like the boys ever did anything but no, we um I remember I I played the flute once and Irma you said that you played the cello mm-hmm. once and then um we would put on like dances and stuff it, so it was like a whole show that we would prepare for our parents really um and they of course loved it but I think as the years went on <laughs> they were kind of like okay we got another <laughs> year of a show <laughs> yeah but um that was always fun and then um yeah so once we had dinner, um, we another tradition brought on by the Taborgas was the the birthday cake. Yes, for baby yeah. Jesus. Since my mom baby. loves baby Jesus, we had a, a cake to, and we sang happy birthday to and, baby I mean, Jesus. That's so cute. And then blew out the candle. Yeah, yeah. So we would have some cake. That would be our dessert, mm-hmm. um, and then just all the presents. It would just be present we, time. Wouldn't we also watch a movie? Uh, I feel like the cousins would try to watch a movie, yeah. Sometimes they watch the Snoopy Christmas yes. movie. Yes. Yes. Snoopy. Yeah. That's a good one. I've been listening to the Snoopy's Christmas album this, I have this uh, season. Yeah. But um, one interesting thing I thought to point out about the presents is, um, you know, like, I think for most people, um, Santa, quote unquote, comes and delivers the presents um, the night before christmas but i think for us at least for the valdez household like i was saying how the presents for us would appear as the month went on like i remember specifically coming down the stairs getting ready for school and always checking under the tree to see if there was a new present that day i I would do the same right like that was our like favorite thing to do every morning during december and i was telling miguel how it's just funny how like we totally bought the narrative of like Santa would come throughout December, like little by little versus the night before. And I, we never questioned it, I feel. Um, no. Were you ever concerned, like, if you wrote your letter to Santa too late and then presents were showing up and you were like, wait, no, <laughs> how but did I, he know? Well, we would always write our letters, but I feel like we would be enthusiastic about it and write them pretty early on. So I don't remember that being, like, yeah, something that, that I was, worried about. You know, working 
for the post office. Yes. Because he would have the direct access to uh, Yes, the to North the pole. North Pole. He would take it. And I don't know if you know this, Irma, but we would get letters back in the mail. And they were on a really nice, pretty Christmas paper typed out from Santa. And they were actually mailed to our address, like with a proper um typed out envelope and everything and come to find out i realized i should have done a little uh uh disclaimer at the beginning of this episode you know no children to be listening to this but um the post office would actually send um these letters out to children and i think i think the parents had to put them on some type of a listserv Hmm. um to get letters but the post office would standardize a letter and send it out so it wasn't our parents writing it Wow. Um, and so that was cute. We would always get a little response, and it was a well-written letter from Santa um, on pretty paper. That's really cool. Yeah, I thought that was cute. I don't know if it's like a local thing. I but. think, no, I think it's still a thing. I saw it um, just the other day on the USPS website. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. There's wow. like an address you can like write letters oh, to Santa. I yeah. love that. I would totally do that for my kids. It's cute. But um, get him hyped up. And then uh, before I guess moving on to the last stuff, uh, one fun thing that I particularly remember is I was always um a little bit of a a detective, and would make it really hard for my parents to like hide the presents. And one year I found them actually in the well. I found the presents. I found a Game Boy for you. They were in the dryer. Oh my goodness. In the laundry. How did you just I open don't the know dryer? because I was not doing laundry back then. I was still too young, but I opened the dryer. I think I was specifically looking for presents. It was around the years when I was getting suspicious. That was their mistake know. putting it on your level of access. True. And I was already sus by that. You know? But um <laughs> another thing I did around that time, around those years, was set out a letter for Santa. Not like what I want for Christmas, but like the milk and cookies with a letter saying Santa sign here to like something like to prove you're real and so my dad would sign it with a fancy penmanship and one year I don't know if you remember Miguel but like one year I came down the stairs because I couldn't sleep and I saw my dad from the staircase signing the paper and eating the milk and cookies (laughs) do you know that Miguel yeah, I've heard you. Oh my gosh! Say that before what that timing you <laughs> did you call him out moment. on that moment? No, not in that moment. I think I was too you shocked. Just, you just ran to your room and, and then cried. the next day, <laughs> well, the next day I looked at the paper and like compared it and was like, "Is this my dad's writing?" He had some kind of a cover up for it. I don't know what it was, but man, I that he was hungry. I was a little detective. <laughs> yeah. I actually do remember how you started becoming more and more suspicious <laughs> because you would share Aww. with us, and y'all were like, "She don't know. She I don't think, know the truth." I think we mentioned it, but. <laughs> You were like, you guys were like, nah, like, yeah. or I think one Adamant. of us did, but it, it was fine. Like, you guys mm-hmm. were like, oh, we believe in Santa. Mm-hmm. But I remember over the years, you would like come and tell me, like, I don't think it's oh, like Santa. I my think heart. Like, it's like my parents. <laughs> it's, it's my parents. I definitely think you knew before Miguel. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I tried to keep it alive for Miguel a little bit more, but it didn't last very long. <laughs> yeah. And we used I don't, to. I can't tell what age exactly. When I think I was stopped. around fourth grade. I specifically remember. But um, do you remember sometimes we would sleep um, in the living room where the Christmas tree was? We would we had a pullout couch there. We were too young. Oh, these memories no. are coming back. Yeah, we would sleep there to like try to catch Santa. What at the townhouse? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no wonder I don't remember. Okay, yeah, true. <laughs> and don't remember anything from the townhouse. Yeah, that's true. But anyways, those were cute. But uh, yeah, so yeah, what am I actually? favorite 
memories from Christmases was getting a snowboard one year. Oh! You, you guys remember that? I remember. Gray snowboard? Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing a picture of me holding it up with, like, the biggest smile on my face. And I, and I only ended up using it twice. Oh, my God! <laughs> but it was still awesome to have. That's so cute. But I could, thinking back on it now, I could tell that it was um, definitely a... A budget one for me for kids, you know. It wasn't like a legit snowboard. It was like, but hey, you only used yeah, it twice, right? right. It's probably better that I only used it twice because it would probably break um, after a few after a few tries. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I remember that, and I also remember having a snowball fight with uh, Mr. Kelvin. Do you remember that? Nope, our neighbor. Oh wow, I don't remember. Yeah, we the had a grown fight our with grown him. adult neighbor. That's so funny. Yeah, we had a snowball fight with him once. Oh, we built forts. Oh my goodness, your dad was the best at making igloos. That's what it was. You guys would make like igloos, igloos right? Yeah, that's right. Yes, those were were great. But I think I had my expectations set too high for those because one year, I don't have memories of this. I was too little. I think I was less than two years old. But we have photos of one year um, a neighborhood igloo being made in our old neighborhood back in the townhouse because according to my parents it was a really bad snowstorm that year like a couple so they piled up and the neighbors in that area all had young kids and they all came together to make a big igloo and when you're a small child less than two years old like that igloo is massive mm-hmm. and so i have a picture of sitting in the igloo and the igloo like completely having me in it and so wow. ever since then i think i had very high expectations of igloos and how they should look and we would just not get enough snow for that anymore as the years went on mm. but um but yes we would always try to make igloos yeah yeah i remember that that was cute um but yeah any any additional specific um traditions that you guys can think of that are Particular to like Christmas Eve leading into Christmas Day that we all would have together. I mean, just staying up until midnight was great. Yeah. It's not not having to wait until like 8 a.m. to open presents. True, true. Open While everyone else is soon sleeping. after midnight. Was, We're all like, awesome. yeah, partying yeah. it up till 3 and then crashing yes. yeah, at each other's houses. Sleepover, yeah. yeah. The whole family sleepover. Yeah, that was yeah. always fun. I guess from the Tsuburgit perspective was like the whole like um, the three sisters like all of us we would not eat like really <laughs> that much day. that day it would be like mm-hmm. very little and even our parents would be like don't eat too much yeah because you're gonna eat Preparing a lot for the meal yes and then always whenever it was at whoever's house we were late or if even if it was our own house somebody else would be late it was mm-hmm. like a very common thing true so you were still Classic. waiting to eat you're like anticipating yep. honestly dinner probably was never before ten o'clock. Yeah, I want to say one time I remember at 8. That was very exciting. Oh, wow. (laughs) Early. But then it's like right after dinner, you're ready to open the presents. Exactly. So So we would eat. Or drink more cola than more. Oh, true. Or drink drink now. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. So then we would eat and then we'd have, there were so many things like on the table, um, you know, like yahua, which is very common for us to have, which is a Bolivian like spicy salsa. Mm -hmm. I guess can best describe and sometimes we had yuca mm-hmm. um you were saying that like your father actually introduced rice mm-hmm. to the meal to the, to the plate yeah to the yeah. picana plate it's yeah exciting yeah you yeah. got to put the rice in the soup mm-hmm. so it's a big stew pretty much and the yes. rice just sucks all the juice yeah it's so good and then we have the huge like maize like those corn like yeah. pieces that my mom i think would like bring mm-hmm. uh, but yeah i don't remember dessert as much no just the cake the birthday no. cake yeah yeah, yeah. but those were all fun. 
um, I guess that kind of leads me to wrapping this up with um, if you guys have any additional memories that you want to share. Uh, and if not, then what are what are some Christmas traditions or like holiday traditions that you guys hope to continue to? That's another. I hope to continue using Elfster. Oh, yes. That's kind of a new thing. I yes. like that. We're on year three or four. I think we're on year... Maybe four. Year four, four or something. Yes. Yeah, I tend to forget last year because 2020 was just so weird that it I yes. almost don't count it in a lot of things when I'm counting how many years I've done something for. Yep. But um, yeah, Irma, you want to explain Elfster? Yeah. You, you brought it up, you know? Yes, actually, it was introduced to me from um, our friend Quia, Chris. Quia, Chris. Yes. Shout out. <laughs> uh, he used it for our work party, and it was mm. a great way for us to exchange gifts and mm-hmm. actually give people something they want, but then you have to guess who gave it to you. Mm-hmm. Very uh, practical. Yes. <laughs> so I think what I do with the Christmas for all the cousins, I usually make the head picture. I try to make it like somewhere along the lines of us. Yes. Um, one year it was Miguel and Danny and Maximo in the middle. Aww. I don't know if you remember that picture. Another year it's been all of us up the stairs at oh, my yeah. aunt's That's the house. One I remember. Yeah. yeah, with the cousins. And then the last one I did last year, I photoshopped <laughs> Stephanie in, but it was our baby pictures. Yeah, all of, of them. All, the cousins. <laughs> yeah, right. all of them, but Stephanie wasn't there. born yet. Yeah. She was just in the corner. Yes, yes. you did. That was the best. This year, I just threw up a snowman. Sorry. (laughs) We got to take a cousin's photo this year. I love the idea of photoshopping things. I think that we should keep doing that. I have access to it now. Like, I know how to use it. Yeah, Miguel. Photoshop some photos of us. Love Adobe Photoshop. So funny. Yeah, we should make that a thing. But Elster is great. It's a good way to, like... Get a gift that you actually want, put on your wish list, and then mm-hmm. you guys just have to yeah. guess. Yeah. It's nice for tracking. Yeah. For birthdays, too. This is true. We do yes. come back to our wish lists. And I think it's just a nice way of being able to make sure that every adult, because now we are all mm-hmm. uh, adults, even though we're, you know, all of us in our, well, actually, 20s and 30s now, right? He is 30. Mm-hmm. But, um... It is nice because truly, like, if you want a nice quality gift, um, getting it for eight different people can become very costly. And I think you did a great job at being very mindful, too, that we're all in different ages where Mm -hmm. some of us have been well established in our jobs and others are still looking for them or we're Mm -hmm. still students when we started this. Mm -hmm. So we try to be very cognizant of that. But I think it's a perfect way to work something out for a big group and make sure everyone has a gift great so. and even like the aunts using it versus us getting like socks and jackets and things that <laughs> yeah, we won't right. use which so we appreciate but they <laughs> love giving <laughs> clothing yeah, that imagine if we used when we were kids <laughs> oh how, my how many how many less times there would be where we would get like some kind of piece of clothing that we'd never have to return using. or return yeah yeah like wow. poor Gideon sometimes like he would get something that he wouldn't want <laughs> yes i remember that vividly one year he got socks oh like this pack of socks <laughs> and he just like so you saw his face open and he was like okay <laughs> so it's a very well, practical way we can get it now we can get him exactly what he wants yeah yeah and that's but good on that note i, I, like I do have it. something like exciting like let's share like that christmas spirit and especially yes. of giving back to others yes um i was in my house doing a house cleaning right of like so many things that i have As and especially clothes <laughs> love it yes and my aunt had given me for some reason two years in a row these purple jackets that i never wore and they mm. were like really good jackets for like the winter mm-hmm. 
and I was walking my dog Mellow outside and just like walking around the neighborhood and I ran into this older lady and my fiance Vip Pop had told me about her and like how Aww. she like sometimes like doesn't have a lot you know and but she's she's very talkative and she'll mm-hmm. share with you like about her life and mm-hmm. she was sharing how like her son wants to put her in like a home mm-hmm. and she had this flimsy little jacket like that's, oh, and she was walking around cold. it yeah and it's like freezing i'm yeah. like in this heavy coat yeah I'm like, I'm like, i can't do this weather <laughs> welcome and, back to the east coast thank you <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm talking to this lady and I, and like she's sharing with me like she wished she could have a dog but she doesn't have like money for like the vet and like food and like you can tell she's going through some like tough times and like Mm -hmm. not trying to say i'm assuming but like just Mm -hmm. from what she was sharing Mm -hmm. so ran into my house i grabbed those two jackets and i kid you not like this woman almost cried when i gave them to her she was so ecstatic she's saying i'm so pretty oh that song she started singing she started singing wow you're a joy it was just so great it was so great to be able to like declutter and give Mm. back and actually see where it was going so i Yes. That it is a note. nice feeling. I had something similar happen to me and I haven't I realized in that moment that I hadn't had a feeling like this in a while where um we were decorating the Christmas lights outside of our house, you know, the ones that mm-hmm. are decorating the trees out there. And um there was a dog that was stray and running around the neighborhood and my dad and I were just, you know, putting the lights up and then the dog starts running up towards us and there's another lady walking her dog and she says hey there's a dog loose and so the dog was friendly thank god unlike chiquito he comes right up wagging his little (laughs) tail and he had a caller and a phone number and an address and i called the number and i got a voicemail and so i was like okay well maybe i can physically take the dog to where this is it's probably nearby i was ready to get the dog in my car come to find out it's literally one street away (laughs) and i didn't recognize the street name and so i walked the dog over and as i'm approaching the house this girl who maybe looked like um maybe like early college age comes out of her garage with like a a collar and she was crying and like i think she was coming out ready to look for him and um and she could barely speak and i was like bringing the dog up and i was like oh like we found him you know i'm just trying to like explain the situation and she's like crying so much because she was like so happy that they that we found the dog and she like all she could do was give me a hug like she couldn't say anything she was just like crying and i was like okay like have a good day blah 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 and so i leave and i go back and then i get a phone call like multiple on my phone from the number that i called and um i got uh, answered it and it was the mom of the family and she was like I heard you found our dog and she was like you don't understand like we've been so busy trying to get everything ready for Thanksgiving context this is the day before Thanksgiving and she says I have two little ones at home and two years ago we lost our dog the day before Thanksgiving no. so this is the same day and so they were kind of reliving that and thinking that they're new dog was also lost the day before thanksgiving and so they were like so happy that they found or someone found the dog and i was like yeah there was a lot of people looking out for him like the mailman noticed he was loose and asked me if he found his home again the other lady who was walking her dog stayed to make sure that like he was he found his home um and like i didn't particularly do anything out of the ordinary and like you know i didn't uh, go and donate a jacket or anything like that but just like being part of no but I'm just being but, part but how exciting to be able to bring give, something you know, back. Bring yes. something back and like I'm sure that family was just so appreciative. Yes. I just thought of like how happy they must have felt and I was like, wow, that's the whole spirit of what you want to feel during the holiday season is just like yes. making other people feel thankful and blessed. Yeah. For the opportunities that come up from like 
even from strangers. Yes. So that was a really nice feeling. Shout out to Crime Junkie podcast that oh. do uh, prop it. What is they that? do prop it of like I think it's like of the month, and okay. basically, um, a prop it is a furry version of one soulmate, and it's usually oh. about a dog like that rescued or like <laughs> oh help somebody, and it's so exciting. So How I think it's really cute. cool that we're doing this at the end. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. that's cute not trying to shout out to another podcast no i love sure. it let's yes. check out crime junkies i like that too irma got me on that but um yeah it was a nice feeling so i was like oh i kind of want to search for that again and uh maybe in the future we can come up with our own like little traditions that involve doing that like connecting with people but like in person you know yeah i think dogs are like the perfect definition of christmas joy because they're Aww. unconditional love yes yeah. they're so cute they bring lots of joy but anyways Anything else we want to add, or I think we summed up pretty much everything that we could think of today. I'm sure there's lots of other little things that we have here and there, but um, this was nice to reminisce and just to kind of also take a moment to be thankful for all of these traditions that we have to be able to talk about, you know, and the fact that we have family that could get together every single year um, growing up, you know, it's it's pretty unique. Um, Yeah, special case definitely so hopefully we can continue to carry on some of these christmas traditions in our um into our futures and irma you know you're getting married in like two weeks (laughs) so you know irma with your own little family one day you can continue all these traditions or whichever ones that you find fit and also just exciting to think about how there are always new traditions that can start up yes like diwali like diwali exactly yes um so anyways thanks guys for joining Bless you, Miguel. Thank you. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. And I hope this serves as a moment to help you kind of reminisce on what your own holiday traditions are, whether you celebrate Christmas or not, um, and to be thankful for whatever um, memories you have that are near and dear to your heart. So until next time, stay tuned.